0: I do want to welcome our online viewers and those that are listening on the podcast. Hope Covenant, would you put your hands together and welcome those that are listening, watching online. We consider it an honor to have you as a part of this family, Hope Covenant Church. You're an extension of this family, and we say it every week. If you're ever in the Charlotte area, we want to encourage you to stop on by. We'll make you feel right at home. I want to pray. And then I want to welcome the Holy Spirit. I want to welcome the presence of the Lord. We're going to talk about the power of Holy Spirit this morning. And uh, my prayer is that you don't hear a bunch of words or scripture uh, necessarily just in your ears, but that it would penetrate your heart and that you would leave and say, I really encountered the Lord this morning. And this is an amazing thing. I encountered Holy Spirit this morning. So just do this. Just put your hands out in front of you. It's like, hey, Lord, I'm ready to receive And Father, I just thank you, Lord, for your presence. I thank you, Lord, that we would receive, Lord, that your word does not return void. But Father, I thank you that it would fill us up to overflowing and that we would leave here forever changed by the power of Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you, Lord, that we would encounter you in ways we never have before, at levels we never have before. Lord, I thank you that you're increasing, Father, as we decrease, you increase. So Father, we right now just ready our spirits And we thank you, Lord, that you would speak to us by the power of Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, if you believe that, we just shout amen. Amen. Yeah, the power of Holy Spirit. I want to say this, that Hope Covenant Church, this church, I believe what will set us apart. In fact, I remember just a, a year ago, I was having conversations with some folks, some families in this church, and they were like, hey, what sets us apart? What's our identity? And I said, you know There are certain people that say we're a presence-driven church. I don't necessarily like the word driven. Um, I say we're a Holy Spirit-inspired church, that where the Holy Spirit inspires is where we're going to go, that where he leads and directs. And I'm going to try to get through this message today. I may get through all of it. I may get through half of it. But I want to take it slower so that we really get this in our spirits, And I'll be always sensitive to time. Just know I won't talk an hour long, but I do say this every week that if you amen, the louder you amen is the faster I preach. It just helps me out. I love participation. But what really, and this is not necessarily a vision Sunday, but I believe it's what makes this church unique is that within the community of who we are, seeking that Acts church, that that Acts talks about, where there was unity there was there was a breathing of holy spirit that came and forever changed that church and there was something called pentecost that happened and really a revival that was spurred on an awakening And that's what we're really seeking. So I I prepare messages and I prepare uh, as much as I can because I believe we're supposed to study and show ourselves approved. But then I trust every week, and I tell the worship team this every week that you know man makes his plans, but now we're trusting that God is going to direct our steps, and that He'll do something that will forever change us. Because I can speak uh, for for fifty years about the Lord, but just one moment in his presence that will change everything and do what I can't do in a hundred years of a lifespan, or even a thousand years if we had that long, just a moment in God's presence is where the revelation and the aha happens. Like Liz can talk to you about me, but then she introduces you to me and now you catch the whole personality and the whole vibe of who I am. And my prayer is that you would catch the whole vibe of who Holy Spirit is. I'm using that word for lack of a better one, but that you would really catch the essence is a really good word to use, better than vibe, the essence of who Holy Spirit is. And so I'm really wanting this revelation in a special way this morning, but Holy Spirit is the third member of the Trinity. You've got God the Father, Jesus the Son, and then Holy Spirit. By the way, we don't say the Holy Spirit like you wouldn't say the Adam. Holy Spirit is a person. Member of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So if you're wondering why I say Holy Spirit instead of the Holy Spirit, it's because you wouldn't say the Liz. Okay? Here at Hope Covenant, we believe that an intimate relationship with Holy Spirit is key to walking with revelation and understanding throughout life. And that is really my prayer is that the Holy Spirit would reveal things to you. He communicates to you. This is is, you can have conversations and hear from Holy Spirit. And many times we're seeking direction and understanding when if we truly sought after a relationship with Holy Spirit, instead of seeking specific understanding in specific things, we would actually get a much higher view if we would stop relying on our strength to understand and start getting into the presence of the Lord and Holy Spirit who will give you a much deeper revelation than you can ever get in your own strength. You know, this life is really about surrendering and giving up and letting God. And that happens when you're seeking direction and timing from the Lord. It's like, Lord, I don't understand your ways, but I'm going to pray. How do do I get this revelation? How do I get this understanding? How many of you are seeking understanding in certain areas right now? You get in the presence of Holy Spirit, and that's where it happens. Benny Hinn wrote a book called Good Morning, Holy Spirit, Whether you're a fan of Benny or not, that book was incredible because it needs to be our emphasis put on good morning, Holy Spirit. We invite you to come and lead and guide us and direct us and shape our day. But Paul is talking to the church in in Ephesus here after they had all gotten saved and accepted Jesus. And he said to some of the disciples there in Acts 2... Uh, I'm sorry, Acts 19, verse 2, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed, he asked them. And no, they replied, we haven't even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And I believe that we've got a big, a big part of our, our current population walking around going, we don't even know about this revelation that's even accessible and possible to us. And we've, we've started being more conscious of the clock than conscious of the presence in church. More, more conscious of our production value and the show and everything looking sexy necessarily, for lack of a better word again. Instead of being concerned about rolling out the red carpet for Father, your kingdom come, your will be done. You show up and you show off. I have a very controlling personality. But when you get into the presence of the Lord and Holy Spirit starts to do a work, you lose control and that's a good thing. Because it's where God gets to show up and show off. And his lordship gets to rule and reign in my life and yours. That's a good spot to amen. We need to seek loss of control in our services in the church of America. That the Lord would show up and do what he wants to do. We go, Lord, we're rolling out the red carpet. Everything goes on hold today is yours. We commit this to you. You come and do what you want to do. By the way, that shouldn't happen just the church. That should happen in your households, in your life. I'd rather, I'd rather roll out the red carpet for the Lord and see him move and, and, and be a little late for a meeting than not encounter the Lord. Amen? Which means I agree. That's what amen means. Perhaps you're here today. And like the church that Paul was talking to you, you really aren't aware or you haven't experienced the Holy Spirit. I believe we're going to change that today. If you want to hear from God and you feel like you're lacking communication with God, you really want to hear his voice and you haven't heard his voice, Holy Spirit is a solution to that. And in this verse, Jesus is talking with a respected teacher named Nicodemus, and he says this in John 3, verses 10 to 12. And I've told you before, the message kind of lumps different verses together. So I'm just going to read this. Jesus said, you're a respected teacher of Israel, and you don't know these basics. Listen carefully. I'm speaking sober truth to you. I speak only what I know by experience. I give witness only to what I have seen with my own eyes. There is nothing secondhand here, no hearsay. Yet instead of facing the evidence and accepting it, you procrastinate with questions. So in other words, you might, underst- you might not understand this, but you need to pursue this as humans. Oftentimes we tend to not pursue what we don't understand, but I'm asking you this morning to really dig into what you might not understand, trusting that the revelation is in the presence of the Lord. And then Jesus continues and he says this, if I tell you things that are plain as the hand before your face and you don't believe me, what use is there in telling you of these things that you can't see the things of God? In other words, what is faith? It's believing the things that we don't see. I'm encouraging you this morning to stretch your faith that you can hear regularly from the Lord. Wow. And that in the right timing, he would show you what you need to know when you cling into him. Listen, if Matthew says, when you knock on the door, he answers. Right. And I don't believe that the issue is that the Lord isn't speaking. I believe the issue is that the American church is so distracted, we're not listening. Yeah. We don't make time to hear from the Lord and we have all these issues and all these problems and we live stressed and full of anxiety when the real solution, as we say every week at Hope Covenant Church, pull close to Jesus. Marinate in his presence and you will automatically get his value system because he will instill it in your very spirit. We're going to go there a little bit more. But God has power and can accomplish things that it could take years to accomplish, but it can happen in a nanosecond when you experience Holy Spirit. I know that said, I said that before, but as it pertains to Holy Spirit, I believe there's three groups of people that are here today. And I've found in general that there's three groups of people. There's cautious people as it pertains to Holy Spirit, like, man, this is kind of freaky. It's amazing to me that the very people that find the Holy Spirit a little intimidating will go out and entertain the spirit of, 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 of the dark world and celebrate Halloween. Man, I want to encourage you. This is not a freaky spirit. This is a good spirit. So there's cautious, and there's those that are curious. It's like, I, I think I want to dip my toe in this river, but I'm not exactly sure. And then there's those that are totally confident. It's like, man, I got the Holy Ghost, and nothing's going to stop me. And in all three of these groups, everybody here can still get more. Yeah, that's right. Whether you're cautious, curious, or confident, there is still more. There is never-ending revelation. Never-ending revelation. But Paul said this in Acts 20, verse 22. And now compelled by the Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. This verse is powerful. Because Paul was inspired and led by Holy Spirit, and he trusted the guidance of Holy Spirit regardless of the cost. Man, we've got to get to that place. I don't know what's going to happen this week, but I know that Holy Spirit will lead me. And regardless of the cost, by life or by death, I'm going to follow your word, Lord. And you know what? I believe that the Lord will spare us many potholes that we can hit for, again, lack of a better way of saying it. Man, how many times that I'll give you uh, one explanation of something that happened this week. I was going to go down Asbury Chapel Road, and I felt while I was pulling out of here, the Holy Spirit said, don't go that way. I went, "Um, I really want to go that way. I like that route. It's scenic. He said, don't go that way. Yes, Holy Spirit. Okay. I went around, and I went the other way. Well, when I hit the other side of Asbury Chapel, there was a wreck I don't know if the person lived or not. I don't know. It was probably on the news. I didn't see it. But this car was so mangled and the Holy Spirit said, see what listening to me or ignoring me will do. It's a matter of life and death. Yeah. And it was a reminder for me. I went, oh, my Lord. He said, share that on Sunday because listening to the voice of Holy Spirit can be a matter of life and death. Yes. This isn't a game. Yes. We're living in a day and an hour where absolute obedience and submission to his Lordship can be a matter of life and death don't, don't play around with it. You go, man, I didn't know this message was going to be heavy. I'm encouraging you with this. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, be happy with this because I believe this week that I was spared. I was in the right place at the right time because of that. The Holy Spirit speaks to us for two things. Primarily it's correction and direction. I want to encourage you in a generation that loves to feel good, there are times where you get in the presence of the Lord and he shows you things about you that don't necessarily feel good. And you know, it's a good thing. If you're constantly feeling good, you ain't here in the Holy spirit. No, because there's times where you look in the mirror I've given you this example before, it's kind of nasty, but mom has a, a mirror, Liz has a mirror that magnifies and every once in a while I'll go in, mom's bathroom specifically has it hanging there all the time and she's got a little light on it and you look in it and you go, oh, I got blackheads. I thought my skin was totally clear. And that's what happens when you get in the presence of Holy Spirit. He'll show you that he will magnify and show you things that you need to see so you can remove that thing and live a normal life, have the healthy skin that you're supposed to have. There you go. I told you I'm a metro pastor. It's going to happen. But Holy Spirit's correction always comes as conviction, not condemnation. Yes. So for those of you that are like, I rebuke that. No, that doesn't feel good. No, listen, it's conviction. It's a good thing. And I had somebody tell me this week, I have such anxiety. I said, that's not anxiety. That's called conviction. That's a good yes. thing. Yeah, and you you know what? When you share that, it's gonna make you a little anxious. I understand. I get it. Your heart starts beating. You're going, oh, what is what is that? Listen, that's a good. That's what's right about you, not what's wrong about you. That's, right. that's a good thing. Pay attention to that. Don't dismiss that. Respond to that. Remember, delayed obedience is disobedience. So you need to, yes, sir, I got it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is constructive. It's not destructive. It's for your purpose of flourishing. It's not, to, it's not to destroy you. It's to save you. Thank you, Lord, for that. Remember, when you're dealing with Holy Spirit, that his power is not just contained. It's not just for you, but it's to flow through you. And listen, I want to encourage you with this, that when you're obedient, it affects more than just you. When you're disobedient, it affects more than just you. Your calling is important to whom much is given, much is required. And I want to encourage you, church, to take that seriously. In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7, it says a spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other out. That's That's good. I love how it says it in the NIV now to each one, the manifestation or the evidence of Holy Spirit is given for the common. In other words, if you desire this, this is for you. Okay, very simple. Even if you don't desire it, it's for you, but you need to desire it. Give it a shot. Good. Holy Spirit will reveal and then he'll activate your unique spiritual giftings and purpose. And I want to say this, man, I, I, I can play the keyboard. I've given you this before. I, I play piano. But there's something that happens vocally and when I'm playing that I experience every single week when we enter into the presence of the Lord. I don't even have to think about it. It just, it's just, it's just natural. Some of you have giftings that if you would get into the presence of the Holy Ghost and let him do a work in you, you'd be shocked at how easy things become. Do you know what's lacking here in this nation and why movies right now are just terrible? It's because we're lacking a move of the Holy Ghost where creativity is spurred on there's amazing creativity. Listen, I want to be a creative church. I don't want to be some square church. I want to be a creative church that has the inspiration of Holy Spirit that when we leave here, y'all make thousands and millions of dollars based on the creativity of what Holy Spirit. Listen, he prospers you. And that comes from creativity that will lead to finances. How many of you want a double portion of that? Amen. I need it. I want to be creative pastor. I don't want to be just a a dry teaching pastor. I want to be a pastor that's inspired by Holy Spirit, that inspires you to go leave and do that. This is why when you see a powerless, dead, stale church, you know Holy Spirit isn't activated. It's a missing ingredient. A church that's alive, a church that you're really inspired, you're going to see that Holy Spirit is activated in those churches. I can tell the evidence of Holy Spirit in a person by how self-centered or how selfless they are. When I look at people and I see a demonstration of humility, it's amazing. I usually can see, oh, this person car- they got the Holy Ghost. It's amazing what happens there. Our gifts are a gift to be given. We need to stop hesitating and start operating in the gifts of Holy Spirit. Don't hesitate. It's time to operate. That's a word for you this morning. The evidence of Holy Spirit, I believe, is the greatest form of evangelism. I want to say this statement, and if you're taking notes, write this down, that the Holy Spirit is a person to know, not a principle to learn. That's good. Very good. Yeah, I could teach you about that. Like I was saying, I could teach you about this all day. Just one moment in his presence, and wow. But let me give you some words that describe the relational nature of Holy Spirit. The Bible describes Holy Spirit, and I'm not going to read the verse. I'm just going to give these to you as our helper, our comforter, our counselor, our advocate. Man, I I don't know about y'all, but I need an advocate. There's times where I'm like, I, I feel alone. No, he's my advocate. He's my helper. He's my comforter. He's my counselor. And he's my friend. Uh, can I give you those one more time? Our helper, our comforter, our counselor, our advocate, and our friend. You'll notice that these are these are not verbs. They're pronouns. This is, this is not only what he does, but this is who he is. Yes. That's huge. A little English lesson there. I just threw that in there for you. Jesus, my English teacher, would be so proud of me because I did not pay attention. John, Jesus said this in John 16, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. This is huge. Listen to this. It's to your advantage, Jesus says, that I go away. This is when he was ascending into heaven. For I do not go, For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. What Jesus is saying here is that it's better for you to have the Holy Spirit inside of you than me walking by you in this moment. That's what he was saying. In that moment where it's not that Jesus doesn't walk. It's, it's not that he doesn't dwell within. It's not that what it's saying, I'm saying is he was physically leaving. And he's saying, you got to carry my Holy Spirit now. That's what he was saying. So Jesus knows where we're walking through because Jesus knew that, that God the Father who sent him and the Son to rescue us. But even Jesus knew that, that we need Holy Spirit to go and help us in these moments. Okay, that's, that's how that all worked out. When we pray, we pray this way. We pray, and, and again, if you're taking notes, I want to encourage you to write this down. This is how you need to pray. We pray to the Father in the name of the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit. i right. gonna go over this again. You pray to God the Father in the name of Jesus by the power of Holy Spirit. That's, right. that's how you pray. There is a correct way to pray, and that's it. That's the menu. So I want to encourage you when you pray to pray with power. In the name of Holy Spirit, the power of Holy Spirit. Invite the Holy Spirit into your prayer life. That's where the power is activated. Inviting Holy Spirit into your prayer life will turn your prayer life from principled to power. That's what will happen there. Inviting Holy Spirit into your prayer life will turn it from being scheduled and rehearsed to now carrying authority. And the creativity will come. It will no longer feel like you're striving. It will start to feel natural. You'll, you'll go, whoa, I've never heard myself pray like that. But what happened? Holy Spirit happened. Holy Spirit activates your prayer life and brings it to life. And ho- inviting Holy Spirit into your prayer life, it kind of looks like this. Holy Spirit, give me wisdom before this meeting. Holy Spirit, will you show me insights as I read your word today, as I dig into the Bible, show me insights. Give me revelation. Give me understanding. You, I literally pray that before I read the word. And I want to encourage you to do that. Holy Spirit, will you direct me in this conversation that I'm in that, my God, it just feels, I don't, I don't know. I just need you to show up. This conversation, give me wisdom in what I should say. Give me wisdom in when I need to shut up. That's what I say. <laughs> that's that's my, my version right there. Because he does. He, I, Holy Spirit's literally said, okay, psh, time, shutty. I've had that happen. Holy Spirit, will you heal my body and will, 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 you, will you heal my mind? Will you, will you correct my mindset? Will, will you help me with this? I'm struggling with these harassing thoughts. Will you come and help me? Holy Spirit, will you help me love my child? Lord knows I need it. Holy Spirit, will you help me love my spouse in this moment? I'm aggravated. I, I just, I, I know, and by the way, I want to I say this again, not in the notes. But there's been a spirit of aggravation that's been released. I've I've, I've talked to many different people that have said the same thing in the past couple weeks. I'm just aggravated. I don't even know why I'm just aggravated. Holy Spirit, remember these attributes right here. Helper, comforter, counselor, advocate, friend. If you feel just aggravated, just scratchy, you need Holy Spirit. He'll help you in those moments. We need to experience the life-giving presence of Holy Spirit in 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14, the amazing grace of the master, Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, the intimate friendship of Holy Spirit be with you all. It's powerful. We need an experience with Holy Spirit, not an explanation about Holy Spirit. There's a generation I've told you before doesn't want you to talk about this Holy Spirit. Introduce me to this power. We're going to go there today. We need to experience a baptism, a literal baptism in Holy Spirit. First John five verses seven to eight. For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the father, the word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth, the spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree as one. So this is three different types of baptism here, and I want to break them down for you. The first one is the blood. This is the body of Christ. This is how we're saved. The second one is water baptism, which, by the way, I want to pause right here. We're getting a tank so we can start dunking. Yeah, right. Yes, and it may or may not have a heater depending on whether y'all tie or not. Just joking. I'm joking. Sorry. I was just. I'm here. I'm here for it, y'all. Here for it there's water baptism, and that's the public declaration of a decision that we made to follow Christ. And we're going to do that here very soon. And then there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And this is the decision we make to receive and possess the power of Holy Spirit. And we're going to make that available at the end of service today. We don't need to wait for water baptism to do that. We can do that right here today. That if you desire to operate with this authority and this power... Now, I've been asked this question, and there there are theological debates about this. I'm going to probably step on some toes. I don't care. I want to go ahead and say, should I say it? I'm going to say it anyway. There are many that teach that you are not filled with the Holy Spirit if you don't demonstrate the baptism of the manifestation of the speaking of tongues. I don't believe in that. Okay? Let me explain to you why I don't believe in that. Now, this is secondary doctrine, so I'm never going to argue this with you. But here's why I believe that. When I was a kid, my mom prayed over me. My parents prayed over me. And my mom would bring this out of me because she was an amazing leader. There were times where I heard things that I knew were prophetic words, but I did not speak in tongues. I didn't. I, I just didn't. But I did hear the voice of, of Holy Spirit. And she taught me how to identify that. I personally believe I was, I, I no, believe. I know I was filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, you go, is it essential that I speak in tongues? I believe it is important that we carry the fullness of the authority of the Lord. And I'll say it like that. And if you're desiring more, that's a great thing. Will that happen to you? I believe in the presence of the Lord and the power of the Lord, and I believe we should always seek more, and I'm just going to rest it there, see a lot, chew on it, think about it. Don't let it frustrate you, just desire more. You with me? Yes. Did I say that, well? Yes. I tried, so there you go. So if, if you don't succeed, try try again. But Jesus said this in Acts 1 verse 8, but you will receive, everybody say will Okay, this is activating. Listen, we're getting here. We're almost done. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. This will happen. Not maybe, this will. Not my could, this will. And you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. So in other words, when you get filled with Holy Spirit, you are going to blab it everywhere. Like, my God, you got to check out what happened today. Telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. that's the part I would hang on to right there. Forget the specifics, to the ends of the earth. We need to get to a place where we depend on the power of Holy Spirit. Yes. You've got to get to, I'm praying over every person that comes here, every person that's watching online, listening on the podcast, that you literally cannot do life without the power of Holy Spirit, yes. that you get that desperate. Lord, I, I'm not going anywhere till I get this. And you know what? The more stubborn you become about that, I think that's a good thing, and I think the Lord sees the desire that's in your heart, and he responds to it. I know he does. Again, you knock on the door, he answers. Here is the power of leaning in and becoming dependent on Holy Spirit in, in John 16, verse 13. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth this keeps us holy and out of sin by the way do you know why we have a generation that's so steeped in sin because they're far removed from holy spirit because he convicts again he comes he corrects he guides he convicts and and when you dismiss that you can offend the holy spirit to where he disappears you can do it you can do it but you can also repent from your sin turn from your sin and invite him and he'll come back that's amazing Somebody asked, "Well, you know, I mean, I believe the gifts are without repentance. I do believe that, but the anointing's another story. You, you can offend the Holy Spirit. Oh, good. Good. oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Listen, these were all really good principles instilled. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear, because when you're playing, all the rap that has curses, I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to stop singing. If you don't, if you don't believe you're offending Holy Spirit, you are." You go, I want to see the power. Listen, a double-minded person receives nothing from the Lord. So do you have to sacrifice sin if you want to operate in the power of the Lord? Absolutely. I know that's not popular, but I'm going to teach it because it's what the Word says. Don't shoot the messenger. I get people getting irritated at me all the time. I'm going to preach the Word. Sorry about it. We need to get a generation that develops a backbone that is willing to stand on the word no matter whether it's popular or not. That's right. yeah. I'm not here for a vote of popularity. I'm here to preach the word hoping that there's a generation that will catch the fire and the baptism of Holy Spirit that will leave here and change the world. Can I get an amen from like the whole church right now? There's no way to appreciate me than just say amen right now. <laughs> During pastoral appreciation. Remember, again, that we make our plans, but Holy Spirit comes and directs our steps. I want to ask you this, and I'm wrapping up. Are you willing in the middle of your life plans and what you think you're called to to have Holy Spirit go, I'm going to mess all that up and do something way better than what you thought you were planning? Are you surrendered to that? I think I'm going this way. There was a song. It was an annoying song that Bethel wrote. And I love you, Bethel. I'm not picking on anybody. But if you go to the left, then, yeah, if, if he goes to the left, then you go to the left. If, you, if he goes to the right, you go to the right. And I hated that song, but there was such truth in it. Because what it was saying was where God wants you to go, you need to respond and do it. Immediately. Because prosperity, and I'm not just talking about finances. But when you're in the will of the Lord, prosperity follows. That's why I harp on tithing. Because when you're in the will of the Lord, prosperity will, not maybe, it will follow. It's not because I'm hungry for money in this church. I don't personally benefit from that. It's his kingdom come, his will be done. By the way, tithing, time, talent, treasure. Give it to God. Put it out there and watch what God does. I want to say this, being a carrier of the Holy Spirit is so key to being alive in Christ. It enables us to walk in revelation and understanding. I said that before, but being filled with the Holy Spirit doesn't make me better than you. It makes me better than me. Can I read that again? Being filled with the Holy Spirit doesn't make me better than you. It makes me better than me. It doesn't make you full of yourself. No, it actually humbles you. When you carry the Holy Spirit, go, whoa, 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 whoa. This ain't about you. Holy Spirit was reminding me the other day. This church ain't about you. Don't try to be a celebrity. And not that I was trying, but the Holy Spirit was talking to me about his heart. And that when you walk in humility, remember, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Can I give somebody a word of knowledge? Stop correcting everybody. Let Holy Spirit do it listen, I'd love to slap them too. I get it. Like, you kidding me right now? I just say, Holy Spirit, get them. And I do it in love because I love, you know, correction is for the purpose of like, it's, this is not punitive. This is for the purpose of everybody flourishing. It should be, you know, to their benefit. It's because we love them. But it's so much better to just let Holy Spirit do the work. I've had people go, but, 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 uh, no, no, there's no buts. Just let Holy Spirit do the work. Pray, Holy Spirit, will you show them this? Pray for them. Man, that's huge. Being filled with the Holy Spirit doesn't make you full of pride. It helps you walk in humility. Holy Spirit takes my gifting again. And it, it, I just want to say this again. It takes my gifting beyond my ability And allows me to now walk in the anointing that goes beyond my personal limitations. And I'm going to pause right here. Because I believe that many of you have been dealing with lies about your limitations. Lies about things that are keeping you from the fullness of what maybe you've. Oh, well, I'm not this. Well, I have this lack. I have this deficiency. Are you laying it all out and saying, Holy Spirit, help me? Because he's your helper. He's your comforter. You know, when you feel less than, Holy Spirit, I need you right now. I, you can ask Liz. I got in the car the other day and I just disappeared. I was not having a great week. I said, babe, I'm going for a Holy Spirit drive. I do better in the car sometimes where like nobody can hear me being, being an idiot. And I just had a conversation with the Holy Spirit within the four doors of my Jeep. And I said, Holy Spirit, I need you to help me in this moment. I, I need your, I need a hug. Holy Spirit, I need a hug. And maybe you're here and you're like, I need Holy Spirit because of this life situation or that life situation. But I want to encourage you to not just reach out to the Holy Spirit because of a need, but become dependent on the Holy Spirit that when you have the need, he's right there and you're aware of it. Not just in times of trouble, I've seen the church of America, when times are bad, it's like they're so hungry and so dependent on the Lord, and then when times are good, it's like, ah, whatever, I got this. Yeah, Yeah, let me know how that works out for you in a year, or a month, or a week, for that matter. We got to get to a place where we need this. Now, I want to encourage you, if you're a book reader, there's a book by Robert Morris. He's a pastor of a church called Gateway in uh, Dallas, Texas. There's a book called The God I Never Knew. And I want to encourage you, if you're a reader, just write that down, The God I Never Knew. There's there's a lot of revelation in that book that I think will, will be a benefit. But my prayer today, church, is this. With the music playing in the background, my prayer is that you will go from being cautious or curious to confident. And even if you're confident, knowing that there's more of Holy Spirit that's accessible to you. So with every eye closed, I want to give an invitation. Some of you may be hearing about this thing that I'm talking about and carrying the Holy Spirit. You're like, I don't know if I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. If you don't know it, you're not. Very simple. Some of you might be thinking, I don't, I don't even know if I know Jesus. Well, if you don't know if you know Jesus, you, you don't know Jesus. You either know him or you don't. And I want to give two invitations. Number one, if you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I want you to know that's accessible to you. If you're watching online, go ahead and slide into our DMs and give us a little comment. We want to reach out to you. We want to, we want to help you with that. We want to lead you in this prayer. Actually, you can pray this because we're going to, I'm going to lead you in it today. How many of you with every eye closed? And, and guys, as a church, we believe in being unashamed. Yes, I absolutely identify and call people out. It's okay. I love you. How many of you can say, I need more of Holy Spirit in my life? Anybody? I need more of Holy Spirit. I need an encounter with Holy Spirit. I'm going to invite you at at the close of service. If you want prayer and you want a deeper, you want to invite the Holy Spirit. You want the infilling of Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you to come up and we're, we want to pray for you. We're going to have our pastoral team is going to be up here and we're, we got you. If you want that, you desire that, we got you. And I believe that the Holy Spirit going to do a work because when you knock on the door, he answers. That's simple. But I release right now the activation of the power of Holy Spirit over every person within the sound of my voice. Whether it be in this place, online, watching on Facebook, on the podcast. I invite the presence of Holy Spirit right now to come and fill you right now. Jesus, say this out loud. Say, Jesus, I'm hungry for you. Now, let's go ahead, and I want to lead you in this prayer if you've never received the Lord. But church, go ahead and pray it with me. Let's all do this together. Say, Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I thank you, Lord, that I would repent for my sin. I do that right now. I repent. And I declare that you are now the Lord. You are now in charge of my life. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to wash me. I ask you to cleanse me. And now I invite your authority into my life. And now I invite your authority to operate through me. Your power to operate through me. I declare the name of Jesus and the power of Holy Spirit. In my life, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, would you put your hands together and just celebrate? If you prayed that for the first time, Scripture says that all of heaven stops and rejoices when just one accepts the Lord. Now I want to deal with the power of Holy Spirit. If you've been hitting obstacles, you've been hitting challenges and it's been difficult, and you feel like you've been walking in your strength, there's an answer for that. It's Holy Spirit. If you've been feeling like you're dealing with emotional dysfunction, you've been dealing with anxiety, Holy Spirit's the answer to that. If you've been feeling alone, and you've been feeling isolated, Holy Spirit's the answer to that. If you've been feeling like you're lacking direction and don't know what to do, Holy Spirit's, the answer for that. If you just want more refreshing and more joy, Holy Spirit is the answer to that. And I want to encourage you that you came to a place this morning where you can be filled in whatever it is that you're struggling with. Holy Spirit's the answer to that. Father, I thank you for the power of Holy Spirit. I thank you for a church that's sensitive to your spirit. I thank you that both individually and corporately we're going in places we've never gone in your presence before and i release revelation and understanding as we press into your presence every day in jesus name if you believe that we just shout amen Amen. Now, here's what i want to encourage you with two things pastoral team's all going to come up to the front right now if you need prayer I want to encourage you to come up if you want more. You want the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You want to experience this revelation and understanding and operate in his power and his authority. Come up and we're going to pray over you if you would come up, uh, Pastor Kieran and Laurel. Um, And I, I I just want to encourage you, even if you need agreement with something that you are hitting obstacles or hitting a wall or hitting a ceiling. I believe there's breakthrough for you this morning. Whatever it is that you need prayer for, we're here for you this morning. But I want to encourage you, church, press in, invite the Holy Spirit into your house and into your life. And I believe it's going to be a great week. Walk in authority. You don't have to, you don't have to just walk in it. It's accessible to you. That's all you have to do. I want to encourage you with that. You guys are dismissed officially. And if you want prayer, come on up. We love you guys. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.